Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. Today we will be discussing the eighth episode of Fruits Basket, See You When You Get Back. Warning, spoilers for everything that has aired up to this point. Some of us have read the manga, some of us have seen the early 2000s version of the anime, but we won't be spoiling anything beyond episode 8. You can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes or on Spotify. You can find us there. Just search up Overly, Overly Animated on there or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. All right. Tell me, what are your general thoughts on this episode? It's a little more lighthearted than last one, but still not because it was very emotional as well. Like it had, it had more humor and it had more moments of like, ah, like, haha, I can laugh. But I also like possibly cried more this episode than last episode. But that's oh, no. just me. Um, <laughs> April, what did you think of episode eight? So I, I mean, I like every episode, let's be fair. Um, I did kind of have, like, one issue with this episode. And really, that was kind of, like, my only problem was, like, we went through the whole, like, what moments um, do, in what moments have Kyo and Yuki realized that they like Toru? And I feel like Uh we've already kind of gotten that. And so, um, with the whole, like, hey, like, move in with us kind of episode. And so, like, we kind of just, like, relived a lot of those things. And, I mean, I I feel like the show isn't, like, short on resources. But, like, for them to kind of just reuse those same moments. Like, if it had been, like, other moments that they sort of highlighted that had been separate of those. But we saw the exact same ones again. And so, I was just a little bit annoyed of that. Um, but that's really my only issue with this episode. Um, I love that um, uh, Arisa and Uochan, uh, or not Arisa, excuse me, I can't think of names. I mean, that Saki is also her no, name. That's her name, yeah. too. Oh, it's Arisa gosh. and Saki is the other girl's name. But, like, Todu calls them something else. She calls them Hanachan and Uochan. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, okay, so I really loved that they, like, like they were immediately like, come stay with us, like, please, like, that whole thing. So yeah. I think it's great that, like, her friends, um, like, really do care about her and are reaching out to her in such a way, like, hey, like, your family went to Hawaii, like, that's totally terrible, but, like, like come stay with us, especially because, like, she doesn't know if she'll be able to stay, like, in the Soma house. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of is sort of, like, enlightening in a way where, because um, I'm sure, like, her friends offered for her to stay with, like them, like she, they would have made the same offer if they had known more about her, like her family's house being remodeled. And so, like, I really liked that part. And I loved the whole thing with her friends. Like, I think I probably cried more at that stuff than like any, I mean, I, I cried a lot during this episode, too, <laughs> to be fair. But like the whole friends thing, like really touched me. And it's probably just because like, I'm going through a lot of things with my friends right now. And so like, that's where like, I get a lot of that emotion from. It's really interesting how the show seems to be very in tune with what's going on in my life. And like highlights (laughs) on it. And I'm exactly like, 
Um, and so I'm like, can you not? Um, <laughs> like, I already feel feels. So, but we are hardcore setting up the Yuki and Toru thing. Like, wait. Really? I know. No, this really? Like, yes. I, like, I know it's not fair because it's only eight episodes. But, like, Yuki has so many mo- more little, like, moments. I just, really? like, you not help. Yes. Well, I, I like, got the I, opposite impression. I thought it was, this was very, like, oh, so it's Kyo that we're going with. I did not I, get that at all. Oh, I feel like the show because I want <laughs> like I want Kyo and Toru, but like I just feel like the show is like hardcore pushing like Yuki and Toru together. Like maybe it's a little, it's it's still very subtle at this point, but like it it's become very noticeable for me, which kind of bothers me considering like what I've seen, like, I'm not going to talk about, like, the the old anime or anything, but from what I remember about the old anime, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense that, like, he would feel a really strong, like, that anyone would feel a strong connection to her. But, like, they're hardcore pushing it. Also, I love that, like, no one cares about Akito. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Shigure had his lies, like, ha it's good to see you reaping what you sowed. I was exactly. like, you were reckling in this. All right, I think Momi G cares about everybody. That's okay, so that's fair. We, okay, oh, like okay. until and we have cares yeah, about and, everybody. And, and totally cares about everybody. <laughs> so until I see both of them turn their backs on Akito, then we'll have issues. Then I'll be worried about Akito's like survival rate. But until then, right? <laughs> <laughs> but until then, I, I think there's still some hope for him. But. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, we'll we're gonna get right to that first. I just want Michelle very quickly, like, tell me what are your thoughts in general about the episode? Oh boy, the first time I watched it, I felt kind of weird, <coughs> and I wasn't sure why. But I think um, by the second time, I was like, "Oh, I understand what everything means now." <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how much to get into now because this is just general thoughts, but I, I think this is a very important episode for for where everyone is in their relationship to each other. And by everyone, I literally just mean Kyoyuki and Toru. <laughs> but okay. it is a very important episode for them in like a kind of not obvious way because I totally missed it the first time. But looking back now, I'm like, oh, this this is the episode that cemented the thing. So I think that this needed to be made, and I'm glad it did, even though like not a lot happens. It's very, it's really sweet, and they're afraid she's gonna choke on mochi, Which and is that's hilarious. And also invite a burglar in and ask for his <laughs> like honestly, yeah, she would totally do that. Who are we even kidding? Oh, yeah. That's such a thing Toto would do. Yeah, that would be a thing, and you know, she would just ask about their day about their life story be like have you so burgled what? any other houses yeah. Yeah. What, kind of have, stuff, what kind of cool stuff do you have do you want to make a train she'd be like are the police giving you a hard time like that just sucks like oh the law I yeah oh the law <laughs> you know she would she would totally do that um okay well then tell me what okay Michelle you said this is a very important episode for mm-hmm. Yuki and Kyo and Toru why? Do you agree with, with April that this is, like, them pushing Toru and Yuki? So that that's a separate thing. I think the issue there is, like, I feel pretty firmly that Kyo's probably going to be endgame. But for whatever reason, like, Yuki is the one we're focusing more on right now. 
And I don't know if that's like a like halfway through the manga, it's gonna switch or something because like plot stuff will happen, but it's tearing me apart because <laughs> I really want Yuki to be again because he's yeah. so beautiful and he's so mm-hmm. smooth and he's really good at martial arts. Like, no offense, you know, <laughs> but like Yuki's like literally the total package and. He's like he's like just like a little more put together right now. Yeah. So like it's hard not to want him. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I I mean he, a lot can I happen. Mean, he did he was like he did like wipe her tears and I was just like <laughs> Yuki oh, like so, you okay. Yeah, I agree. It's happening. I agree that and Yuki's the one who offered like their hand. Like I agree yeah. that that Yuki's like has more skinship kind of more touching with Toru at the moment. Uh, But but I will say yeah more like physical but I will Mm. say the only one who was like blushing was Kyo. Kyo was practically awkward. No, he, he, but like he only with Toru. Only with Toru though. Human interaction. He didn't have to interact. Yeah, I know no. he only brushes at Toru, but still. No, look, look. <laughs> Kyo only being blushed. Awkward. Look, I mean, Yuki has only blushed once, which was when Shigure <laughs> called him yeah. out for not being put together when he when he was like, "Oh, he was a mess." Which technically isn't like could be read as romantic, but also could be read as Yuki's very First invested man. in in just being in control and having a certain way that people see him, which we've seen yeah. before. He's very much mm-hmm. sensitive to how people look at him. So that's that's the only time I've actually seen Yuki blush. Kyo has consistently been blushing about Toru since the moment she confessed to him. Like she was like, confessed, like I love the cat. So I don't know. I'm like. This episode kind of was like, for me, what confirmed to me, I was like, okay, they're totally, like, Kyo is the one that's going to be more romantic because Yuki, even with, like, the skinship, there's, like, like with the touching, there's nothing, there's nothing there. There's just, like, there's just, he wipes her tears and it's like, that's super romantic, but he's not even, like, seems, he doesn't even seem, like, affected. He's just doing it by nature, just being, like. I mean, well, in a way that's more mature. He did have that line in episode whatever when he's like, "Oh, you'd look way cuter in this oh, dress." That's like, right. really? Oh my god, really I forgot. About that. I, I forgot. I, forgot. Okay. I think they both suffer from like not being able to properly interact with humans <laughs> because, yeah, like, no I feel like Yugi's probably very genuine, but he's not like. Because he's probably just had to, like, keep so much inside. Like, even, like, positive emotions like love, he's, like, he doesn't know, understand, like, how to properly display those. Because it seems like any time that, like, he's, like, it, probably he's just, like, anytime he's been outwardly expressed, like, positive emotions such as love or whatever, it's been, like, beaten out of him. Like, you can't feel these things. And so that's probably why he seems, like, kind of, like, cold, even in, even in like, his romantic notions whereas like kyo like is kind of like the opposite like they're just like we just don't care about you like you you don't deserve to be a part of humanity kind of situation and so he's like he's like oh like this is like love like and it's like it embarrasses him because it's a like i'll I'll say it's a soft emotion because it's not like like I guess a strong because like love makes you vulnerable and Kyo's all about being like tough and so like no one wants to be vulnerable. It's well, so- I, 
I would say it's harder for Kyo to mask his emotions. Like he's he's more of a face value kind of person. Yeah. Right. So like well, when he's upset, you know it. When he's scared, you know it. He has no poker face. Well, yeah, because he's not ever had to like necessarily I mean, he he was in the mountains for four months. Like yeah. who was he like trying to keep his emotions from? Like his person that he was training? No. Like like the he has it, it's it's like the they have like what is it like social immaturity but like they're like the opposite of each other whereas like yuki has to keep himself composed and kyo like doesn't understand like when to rein it in so (laughs) no okay no and i completely forgot i mean i can't believe i forgot but like that moment that was a very charged moment between him and Toru when when Yuki was like you you would look pretty in that dress and showing his collarbone like how dare oh, like truly how dare he? Oh, how dare please dare please dare more <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah no you're you're right no i completely forgot that but i, I don't know i was just i don't know anyway you're right um it's true though Kyo is more of like a slow burn kind of like he's yeah. always there blushing no matter what like <laughs> uh, like really obvious thing Yuki does he's always there blushing anyway so yeah. it balances out somehow that's, that's true how you say that he always is like that's how it works right like you kill do these obvious things but like kyo's the steady blusher so somehow like it's like yeah of course they're both like the same amount for now i don't know when they're actually gonna admit to having feelings maybe not till like manga chapter 105 oh my god again we're only on volume two we're only on volume two so i mean she's been there four months and she's already like this important i just i find oh my god yeah she's only been there four months Mm -hmm. which is like not a lot like finally we get a hundred percent of confirmation she's only been here for four months it's not (laughs) that and even less when she was like almost about to leave so it's kind of like i mean i could take for instance with toru it's like she suffered so much and she probably has some abandonment issues because her father died her then her mom died Mm -hmm. like her grand Mm -hmm. her family's abandoned her like she probably so i can understand her like gripping like just without even realizing it, being extremely attached to people. So I can understand, like, once there's someone who's, like, set, gives her some sense of stability to attach to them, even though, like, she herself never wants to burden anyone, like, subconsciously, I can understand psychologically, like, why she would do that. Um, so I understand from her perspective. And I guess from their perspective, they also feel isolated a bit. Okay, you know what? Never mind. So the, we have to get into this now. So this is what I was saying when I was like, okay, the second time it all makes sense. Okay, yeah. So, tell yeah, me, what, yeah. what were you talking about? Why is this okay. such an, a crucial, pivotal episode? <laughs> the reason that was important is this is the actual episode when Toru became their family. You think about it. Like, her whole thing this episode is like, no, like, I won't let my friends, like, even go out of their way to have, like, a tent hangout with me to be accommodating so that I won't be alone because they have their own families and I want them to be with their family because I can't be with mine. She does the same thing to the boys in Shigure. And she means it. But the fact that they have this flashback montage again... And they they go home, they say, and she welcomes them back. Like, that is the turning point. Like, that is when she becomes a more important family member than the rest of the Soma clan. Yeah. And that's yeah. huge. And I don't... It took us a while to get here. Like, it also took, like, 
her two girlfriends like kind of giving her off to them and being like, you know what, this seems like a good house. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. count on you two to look after her. Like it's been building to this point, but I think this is the moment when they realize that she actually is their family and she's more important than going to the other family. And she like accepts it. Like she's accepting these two to be her family. And that's a huge deal. And when I when I realized I was like, oh wow, like yeah, this is, is a turning point she's she is fam now from this point out like it's official and i think that's like really great but also like it like makes sense like i don't think it it officially happened until this episode and it took them making the choice for her to accept it so yeah. that feels it's, good deal. i think it's interesting though too that like um like hana is the person to sort of push that as well she realizes um, that, like, it's something yeah. she actually could be open to, whereas she's not going to feel that way about, like, her, like about Hana herself. Yeah. And the, well, and I think yeah. the other thing that it, I think it all goes back to the fact that, like, Toru doesn't ever really ask for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has asked, like, hey, like, I want, like, it, it goes back to, like, the episode where, like, they sort of, like, bring her back to the Soma house because, like, that's the only thing that she's ever asked for. And it wasn't so much that she was yeah. just asking to like move back in with them. She was asking to be a part of their family. Yeah. And so I, I think I like, I super agree with you that this is like them solidifying that for her, because again, she's not going to ask for, yeah. and, she, and I think she really understands like, okay, like this is a Soma thing. Like I know, like I could, I'll never be a part of this, but that's not the family she's trying to be a part of. And so, mm-hmm. so but she's also not going to be like, hey, do you mind, like, abandoning your other family, you know, the ones that you've known all your lives to, like, spend this holiday with me kind of thing? Like, she would never ask that. And so I think, like, ha- like Hana giving that really good push, um, like, I think that's great. Like, Hana is such a, like, she is, she is the, a true G. She is a friend. Yeah, <laughs> she really is. But, I mean, okay, I agree. This is totally a moment where, because, I mean, the very first, scene of the episode the opening scene is uh is is Toru telling um um her friends like like Michelle said like you go to your family clearly drawing she herself drawing the line like you are yeah. not my family like yeah. and it's it, it's right as kind of cool whenever she says no thank you there's never any music it's always very like silent and you always yeah. see the reaction shot from the other person so either whether it's Arisa and Saki or it, or it's um Kyo and uh and Yuki you always see them react and kind of be like why is she being kind of cold but here's the thing Yuki and and Kyo may have been like this is the maybe this is the turning point for them but mm-hmm. is it for Toru though like I don't think I'll believe that she sees them as her family until she she makes that jump where she's the one saying, no, I'm going to stay by you. You know well, what I, I mean? Think, like, it's one, yeah. thing when she, it's one thing when she accepts them, but she didn't ask for them to stay. It's when she, mm-hmm. it's once she learns to ask that I think we'll finally get that moment where it's like, oh, okay, she feels comfortable enough with them to burden, burden them. Because yeah. before that, she's never been able to burden anyone until, I, like, unless it was her mom who was telling her it was okay to burden her. Okay, here's the thing, though. I think we did get that moment, but basically, so that was, oh, God, I can't keep these episodes straight, and there aren't that many, but the, <laughs> so the, much one, happens. Her, yeah, the, the one where her family's awful, and they come to get her, yeah. like, 
she says twice, like first, like to her grandpa, she says basically, like, I, I want to be with these people I like. But the second time when she's on the street with Kyo, she says, I want to go home. Oh, like yeah. she is making yeah. it clear that that is where she considers her home and that these people are, are the closest she has to family. So I think like that was the first half. But her totally being totally, she's not just going to assume, oh, we're family now. So when New Year's comes around, she's like, yeah, like, yes, you got your traditions. Soma fam, go be the Soma fam. That's cool. Like, I consider this my home, but, like, that doesn't mean you have to feel that way. So this was, like, the second half, right? Like, we got the Toru half a couple episodes ago, and this is the boys, like, realizing, like, oh, yeah, shit, no, that is our home, too. Like, not just Toru thinks of that as home. Like, that's home, and she's home. So it's, like, the back half of it. So, like, now they're all on the same page, and they're all accepting that this family they forged together is, like, legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And also, worth noting, Shugure wasn't there. Like, Shugure went back to the Somas. Yeah. Is this kind yeah. of, like, yeah. kind of shows, like, hints where, like, where the ties lie, where if they have to choose, if there comes a point in the future where each member of the Zodiacs chooses, are you going to stay or are you going to be free? Because I don't know where this is going. This is just me, yeah. like, spitballing. I feel like the the thing with Shigure is I feel like he he probably didn't go back solely because he knew like there was going to be like damage control yeah like I I really do like I continue to give Shigure like the like the benefit of the doubt almost because like I I do feel that like yeah while he has his whole his whole thing with like Akito and everything like that I think that he has a lot of loyalty to like Yuki and Kyo and so with well like whenever I keep that in mind, I think like he like he's like, I'm gonna let those boys go like um do whatever they want and I will just be the adult and I'll just take yeah. the kind of situation. Cause like they even like have a conversation where they're like, who knows how angry Akito is going to be? But like Shigure is still the person to like go and deliver like that message of like, hey, like guess you didn't come because you suck like he was that, <laughs> that that's not what he said i mean he thought it inside of his head but like but still like he was the person to go deliver that message so i think he's kind of like he gets to like fulfill his own personal and like like vindication against like akito but then he also gets to like take care of the boys at the same time see but that's the thing it's like i what everything you said if you had just said the boys and Toru, then I wouldn't be worried about Shigure, but you didn't say that, which tells me it's like he has established he cares about these boys. He has established he cares about his the other Zodiac members. He cares about his family. He th- he knows that Akito is not good for the future yeah. of this family as the leader. Like that's what I can get out of this. Not once do I think like if look, if Shigure has a choose between the safety of Toru and freeing the Somas, he's going to pick freeing the Somas. Whereas at this moment, I think every other Soma member, even, not Akito, because Akito, Akito's, Akito, but like, <laughs> but every, has not given me the impression that they would put Toru at risk in order to free the Somas from whatever curse they have. Like, for me, I don't know. I, I just think Shigure is... Not trustworthy at the moment when it comes to Toru. I am worried about her safety. And I think he is using, like, he's using her just as much as Akito is using her. 
Like, they are both using Toru as this kind of pawn for whatever they want for their family, but neither of them is actually thinking of Toru first. Kyo and Yuki, yes, they're thinking of Toru first. Shigure, though, no. And um, um, Hattori, we've seen, warn her. So he has put yeah. her in safety first. Mm-hmm. So the other adult, because Momiji at the moment, I feel like doesn't really realize he's, he's what's happening. He's not an adult. He's not an yeah. adult just yet. So he's just like, he's oh my God, you're so family. great. He's just yeah. kind of, you know, he thinks that he hasn't, he hasn't woken up from to reality just yet. Which I hope <laughs> never happens. Because Momiji Poor needs boy. to like, Momiji just needs to be this pure bunny that just needs to be happy and keep looking like Pikachu. You're great. But keep looking like Pikachu. Yeah, like, this is know, never like, one job. Yeah, no, that's his, that is his job, which, by the way, like, he looks so cute in his, like, little dress. He's dancing, I and I was like, I'm, like, I'm, like, so mad that I didn't get to see him dance. But Shigure, though, no, I don't, I, look, I love Kyo. I love Yuki. They're my boys. They're my cat. They're my mouse. I, I'm not going to call him a rat because I love him too much. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are my pets but guess what Toru's no my number one importance is the safety and well-being of Toru and he is not good news he is not dogs bite too guys they do I mean they, they, they do I guess I don't feel I mean obviously Shigure's got something else going on here but I mean he also hates Akto so I feel like I I him, he I, might be, like, complacent in whatever he knows Akito is doing, which obviously is terrible and not good. But I feel like, in a way, he's still been kind of a buffer for the whole thing, which yeah. makes him, like, slightly better than Akito. Right. Slightly better. Well, slightly better. He was, like, I think for me, like, he's obviously not, like, innocent or, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's also, like... I wouldn't necessarily say that from what we've seen of him so far that he's uh, a bad guy to like be worried about because uh, he's like a chaotic neutral, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Like a chaotic neutral or maybe even like a chaotic, like, like good a little bit, just Mm -hmm. a little bit. Like he's, he's on that like cusp, like between neutral and good because he's, like trying to do something good for his family. So I can understand that. And though, but like, there's still a part of me, like, I don't know, maybe I'm like Toru and I'm just trying to see the best in everybody in this show because like, I'm like, there's nothing that will like leads me to believe that like, if Toru was going to be hurt, like hurt, hurt, then he would like that. He would still allow it to continue. And maybe like it comes from a place because he knows that it would hurt the boys but also like I don't feel like he's had enough interaction with Toru to like I guess I say care about her and that sounds really bad but to like care about her in the same way that everyone else has so I mean like really like the it's like a almost a reversal whereas Toru is like healing everybody else in this family like with Shigure he's just like providing like a very like positive like means for her like he's allowing her to stay in that house i mean akito mm-hmm. is but like he's also allowing it at the same time like he has given her a place to live and so like it's almost like he like he's like a foster parent to her kind of so i i just don't think that they've yet formed that type of relationship no, I mean, I'm just, I'll just say, like, I just, for me, the big fear is that he's going to treat her like Kana. Because you know that he knew what Hattori was planning. He, you know, Hattori and Kana, you know, mm-hmm. Hattori's his, his BFF. So, like, you know, he probably was aware that, that 
they were going to ask Akito for marriage. And I think for him, it was it, like my worry is that he's going to treat this like he treated that. Where it's like he doesn't intervene in the sense. He just kind of lets it play out and go like, okay, maybe this is going to go well for us. Or maybe it's going to go really bad. But I'm willing to let it go bad in order to see how it plays out. Does that make sense? I'm willing yeah. to take that risk of it possibly going sense. bad. And I feel so, like he's he's really crafty. Like yeah, maybe like, he's like learning from the like he's like learned from the situations. And maybe he's like this is like maybe he was like, okay, like I understand or I already know going into it that the um what's her face? Uh is it I can't think of her name now. Hatori's song? No. Hattori's girlfriend. Kana. Kana. Oh, Kana. Yeah. Kana, Kana. That's right. So I think he knew going into like with the situation with Kana and Hattori was that like he knew it was going to play out badly, but it was kind of like he was gathering the data and, and seeing, okay, like what is it about this situation that played out badly so that when the, the, the actual situation comes, we can like, I can manipulate it so that it can go better. Does that make sense? Yes, I but mean, he's so willing to we... risk it. Like, okay, that's hang what on. I, mean. I think we're giving Shigure too much credit here. He, I don't think anybody in the family knew what was going to happen before Hatori and Kana proposed to have to be married. Like, for all we know, he he could be the first one in a long time who actually tried to have relationship with somebody outside of the immediate family, like at all. And it was like a big deal. Like, you'd think like if if it hadn't worked out for other people in the past, they probably wouldn't have tried so much to see if they even could get right. Akito's blessing, right? So if they didn't know it was gonna happen, like yeah, the aftermath, Shigure could have started taking notes, but I don't think he like knew going in a bad thing was gonna happen. I think that was a surprise to pretty much everyone. Right. Yeah. I I was just like I was just surprised that like he's like he was the he wasn't even in the room. When yeah. he had to go into the room, and when he, when he wasn't in the room, he wasn't in yeah. the room when Akito pulled her hair, so he had to like been like right by the door for just in case something went wrong. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, obviously, like you're right, yeah. we are giving him too much too much credit. Like maybe he had told Hattori like, "Hey, don't do this." Like we don't know that. That's something yeah. like we don't know like what role he had. Just saying he doesn't have Toru's best interest. He has the best interest for the Somas. And that is fine, but that is not my best interest, which is <laughs> Toru. So see, this I is wish, where me and Shigo to conflict. I wish we could see more of him. I'm, I'm like, sure we, we will. will. Yeah. I mean, I I, here's like the other thing, right? It could have been a situation where when Shigo didn't really know told her at all you know he'd met, he let her stay one night after hearing her sad story about her mom he's like mm-hmm. oh this this girl's you know she's something else maybe he makes this deal that he doesn't really care that much about or doesn't like because he doesn't know her and he's like sure like i'll make this deal with keto like i don't like him but like i'm pretty sure it maybe it won't work out for him and that'd be hilarious i love that and then like through the proxy of seeing how affected the two boys are by her and seeing her influence on them over time, that's how he's he's getting his impression of what she's like. Cause yeah, you guys are right, he doesn't interact with her that much, but like through seeing the byproducts of her influence on the boys, like he he he's like knows what she's about. I feel like he's he's coming around to becoming closer to her also. Not necessarily as much as them, but I think, like, it's affecting him, too. How can it not be? They're all in the same house. So even though, like, it might be kind of questionable right now, I feel like by the time push really comes to shove, I think his decision could be a lot more in Toto's favor than it initially was, just because he spent more time with her, too. 
Right. I'm not ready to give up on him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. This this is a good, good mix of like believing in Shigure. (laughs) It's a very good mix. Um, I like this. I like this kind of like this. I like this. Um, but okay. Let's talk about the banquet. Let's talk about this because I don't know. Did they mention the banquet last episode? They mentioned events. They mentioned that New Year's was a big event for the family. But we learned it's a banquet, which is just like the folktale. Um, they, they even say so. That's just like the folktale. Um, they gather every year. Uh, the cat can't go. That's so <laughs> rude. Like, why would they expect him to show up there at all if he can't even go to the food ceremony? I wonder, I wonder if, like, there's, like, a New Year's thing and then there's a separate banquet for, like, um, the, I think it's, no, I think like, you're right. Because it just seems dumb. Like, why would Kyo even go in the yeah. first place? Yeah. Like, like no, you're right. I was cause... thinking a lot about that because I was just, like... Wait, like if the banquet's <laughs> just for Zodiac members, why is Kyo going? Because we already know he can't go. <laughs> no, no, because, uh, like she, how she could explain it was the whole clan. So everybody gathers to celebrate, mm-hmm. and the part considered most important is the exclusive Zodiac banquet, which is so <laughs> like, you like you're selling you in a magazine. The exclusive. <laughs> I mean, that's what it, literally that's quote that is how do you- quote word for word what they said in the subs like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and that's what it feels like too. I'm just like, why is it so exquisite? Does like do other? Why do the do other people in the outside of the fan, like inside the family, but outside that inner circle, do they know about this banquet? Oh, that's it's so I was exclusive. I was like, how do you that's so that? true? Like, that's so like, fishy. That's such a good point. Oh my god. Do you think like, the other they- like clan members are like, man, I really get, hope I get invited to this, this right the VIP yeah. banquet this year? <laughs> right. That's what the I mean. I'm like, is it is it like? Because here's my thing. I'm like, is it that Akito is like because he's the head of the family? He, he, like, like, do people think that the Zodiacs are his like chosen or chosen ones that he has handpicked to like lead the family or something? Yeah, and only they are invited to this ba- banquet and everything's like, oh, yes, because they were like the esteemed, like, I don't think they call it the Zodiac banquet because that would be weird, but they're like, oh, because yes, those are the esteemed ones. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I again, this it, it's weird. Um, because I don't know the way they described it. I was like, is this some sort of like VVIP like event? Like, what is? Do the other people know? Like, is it so like it's exclusive? Like that no one knows it's happening and they're just enjoying maybe, the fireworks. Maybe just like the family is just so big that like because it is like such a huge clan. So maybe like there's it because it's so big. Like they don't notice that the same like twelve people disappear every people. year. <laughs> maybe well and then here's the thing though it's like is it is it like exclusive is because exclusivity means not only that a select group of people get in but that there is a possibility that you can get in you know so it's like it's like will you i, I don't know i just find this kind of like will you be the person are. invited so i feel just, like if you're just, not a zodiac member you don't get to be a part of the vip of this is a this is a beautiful trend on our podcast where we always like start really picking apart the minutia <laughs> of like how this world works and finding <laughs> questions that probably like a lot of people would not because they have volumes to get through and they're so excited to get to the end. Right. We have time. We, we have, have so much time. To We've got questions and we need answers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need we invitations. Are, they are there special VIP invitations? Is it like every year that? <laughs> 
they go to their mailbox. Oh my god! Yeah, no, like, I got my invitation. Right. You're like, please let there be a VIP invitation in there. Also, please let there be a VIP invitation in there. Oh, also, right. I'm like, is this like a there. golden ticket scenario? Like, is this like Willy Wonka? We're like, will you get the golden ticket this year, or like this, or whatever? And it's like, here's the question: it's like, it's a, it's a banquet, so it's like. There are people who will cook this food for them. Like, people will know that something is happening. It's like, and that's another thing. It's like, do they have, like, their own, like, private chef? And is the chef a Soma? Well, hey, they don't transform to their animal forms at the banquet, do they? As long as they don't (laughs) do that, no one will know anything. That's what happens. They all just transform. They spend, like, mochi. Yeah. How is he yeah, supposed to eat mochi? Like, how is that gonna? Like, and here's another thing. It's like maybe it's like a sinister thing. Like, it's like maybe there's like a ritual involved. Like, is it like everyone's like, ooh, someone, the someone banquet dances like every year, right? Someone dances, but I'm like, what if like what's gonna happen if not all of them go? Is the is the curse gonna get worse? Like, what happen? Like, if if people start oh. to splinter off, is it gonna get? Is there is there are there repercussions to Yuki and Kyo not going to the banquet? Is my the clearly not Kyo, but Yuki. Kagura, those are the immediate repercussions. They're both mad as hell. I feel like well, there's no yeah. repercussions simply because if there was, they would have gone. Let them. Yeah. yeah. Right, well, right. I feel like Shigure would have wouldn't have let them, and then I also feel that like Yuki and Kyo still would have gone. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if Kyo goes or not because <laughs> right, the cat doesn't, doesn't get he to doesn't go. get a VIP invite. Yeah, he doesn't so. get the invite. Like the Facebook group is just has blocked him basically. Like poor, yeah. oh, poor, so poor he's, Kyo. He's he. uh it's like on Instagram whenever you request to follow someone. But yeah, and they just don't. They yeah. just don't let it. They don't allow it. Basically, like, Kyo is like, okay, basically, like, Akito is like a verified account. And Kyo's constantly trying to DM him. But to the it's point where he gets blocked okay. by Instagram, not even Akito has to do the work. He's just like, Instagram's like, you are sending too many DMs to someone you don't know. And it's just, that's basically what it is. I didn't know they yeah. did that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. but um, so okay. Well, and here's the thing. Okay, here's a question: Do we believe Kyo when he says that like the banquet's not the reason he doesn't want to go? Because his entire thing is that he wants to be part of the inner circle. Like, serious. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to go to this banquet. Like, there's no way that like. Do you believe him when he says that he doesn't really care about it? I think I believe that he doesn't want to care about it. It doesn't mean yeah. he doesn't care about it. Yeah, I think yeah. he cares about it a lot. I think he, I think he, I think he cares about it, but I think he, it's one of those things where like you have to like this is where he like succeeds in masking his feelings because yeah. it, this is like the like this is the as far as we know like this is it in terms of like being counted as a Zodiac member is getting to go to this banquet on New Year's and so he wants to be a part of it so bad and so he spends an entire year like wanting to go to this and then the the new year rolls around and he doesn't get invited again he doesn't get that invite in the mail his request is still gone unanswered and so then you you put up like that defense mechanism like yeah well i didn't even want to go like i don't want to look at your pictures i don't want to message you so like that's kind of what i'm getting out of that is that he's like is he's putting like he's putting up that wall and he's sort of like he He's trying to not get it, like he's not get excited so that he's not disappointed. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Makes perfect sense. like I think that's like a hundred percent what he's doing. Like he just doesn't want to be disappointed, and so the easiest way to just not be disappointed is to not care or to right. tell yourself you don't care. 
Mm-hmm. Right. He's been like not invited enough times that he's kind of hardened himself and been like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, but okay, so we do also learn that beside the banquet, like the one thing that to- the way that Todu gets them to like go home, to go to the main house and to the New Year's events, is that they're gonna see their families, their parents. Yeah, their parents. I the- forgot they had parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, okay, so, like, will we eventually meet these people? Are they good people? Like, what do you think? They probably are, but I think part of the thing is when they find out that they are the Zodiac, they they have to spend less time with their parents and move closer to the inner circle. So maybe they both have kind of strained relationships with their families because that's what happens when... Ex- you're a critter. Well, yeah. But like, again, <laughs> Joe is not part of the inner circle. But, so, like, his parents, still, like, are, is he? Still, he... Uh, his, he still changes. They still got to keep that a secret. Even if they're going to, yeah. like, have their dumb pride about not letting him be exclusive. Well, they've still got to follow that tradition. I mean, well, again, but we've, we've been told that Todu, I mean, not Todu, Kyo is considered outside. He's not part. He doesn't live within those inner inner circle things so it's like that's true maybe oh, his yeah. family okay because here's i don't he, know if his family knows though see but yeah. here's a, here's something really tragic that we could look oh, into no. this oh, maybe no. maybe so his okay. parents were like oh my god our son is a zodiac but he's the freaking cat so we <laughs> don't get any of the privileges that the other zodiacs get because our son couldn't be the freaking rat or something so maybe his parents are like have like he they're disappointed with him for something he has no power over like for instance maybe like yuki's parents were like maybe they like get like a sweet ride because they managed to get the rat as a kid so like it's (laughs) maybe that's it congrats you birthed yuki here's your your mustang here's your mercedes exactly what if it is like that? And then you have, like, Kyo's family is, like, even, like, more, like, pushed to, like, lose, like, some, like, maybe they're, like, pushed to the outskirts of the town, of, like, their inner town of the Somas or whatever the heck. And it's, like, you know, what if they are, like, punished for, like, birthing the cat, you know? I don't you know. know what I, you know huh. what I think? This is, like, such a terrible idea. But, like, given what we kind of know, I feel like... Their parents don't know that they're their parents. Wait, what? Like they wiped their memories when they came back? Because, like, because that, like, but, like, think about it though. Like, because, okay, if you had a kid, even if, like, you didn't know that he was, like, um, a Zodiac member, like, if you had a kid and then all of a sudden, like, someone is telling you, like, you're, like, you can't be around your kid anymore, like, they they're moving to the inner part of the the clan or whatever it is like that would be really rough and i not just for the parents but for them too and so i think like given that given that circumstance they like they would be eager to kind of see their parents you know maybe this is like the one time a year that they actually get to like interact with their family and so if you but if their parents memories are wiped and they don't know that that's their kid then they get to like there there's that separation which would explain why there's no attachment for Kyo or Yuki or really it seems like any of the Zodiac members to like their parents and so then they're just kind of like maybe they kind of like casually know who they are but like there's no like connection there's no relationship and that would kind of like that to me explains why they're not like oh I'm like 
yeah, I'm super excited to see my mom or my dad or anything like that. Because in a way, they're kind of like orphans, too. So. Well, I mean, but again, like, if that, I mean, but you, like, I feel like there has to be some sort of relationship. Because that's what. Yeah, I think it's it's just, like, casual. Like, oh, like, they get to see them at New Year's. They can ask how things are going. And maybe it's kind of weird for their parents because they're like, why is this kid that I see once a year, like, really invested in my life? Um, but but then that would also explain why there's no attachment either. Because gotcha. they didn't grow up around their parents. Like, they don't really know who they are. I mean, they they know who they are, but they don't know, like, them. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, or may, maybe. I, I don't know may, if they yeah. don't have attachment. They, they didn't really react, but that could have been because there was other stuff going on and they were, like, more initially worried about Toru. But it's possible they have yeah. good relationships with their parents. And maybe their parents just, like... They know, like, oh, I, my my child was selected for this thing that we all right, know about. And we yeah. don't know what it is, but that's how these things go. And I'll just hope the best for them, even though we can't be as close anymore. Okay, you, I, do. I think the other thing that kind of gets me on that, too, is also because, like, whenever, like, Toru talks about her mom, they they seem really emotionless about it. Like, they, they're de- like, they don't connect with Toru on that level, either. Because, like, Toru had, like, an amazing relationship with her mom. And so, obviously, like... It's really devastating that the year after she loses her that, like, all of these things would be really upsetting for her. But, like, I don't feel like they, like, connect to her on that level anytime she talks about her mom kind of thing. Gotcha. I mean, there is, there is, a, there is like, a, a – you could maybe – maybe some maybe kind of, like, a mix of – they their parents do know of, that their child exists. But maybe it's kind of, like, they were willing to sacrifice – raising their child in order to get them into the inner family yeah into the inner into mm. the inner works of akito so it's kind of like akito like what and again you know when like a mom like gives birth the nurse takes the child away to clean them up maybe that's when the nurse finds out that maybe it's like the special nurse that delivers all like the special mm-hmm. like what's away the, the what's it's the like name? A the, the midwife the midwife like a yes. midwife maybe there's like a soma midwife that knows like all there is, like that, knows the secret, takes the child, and that's when the, the baby, they, she finds out the baby is like the Zodiac or not. And yeah. then, and you know, maybe the curse doesn't happen until like, like when a baby doesn't need to, when a baby can walk or crawl. Like, and maybe it's not like by, like wet the minute you're born. Maybe it's like a little later. But like maybe I don't know like maybe like once they re- like once they realize like once Akito learns who's the zodiac they go to the parents to go look we need to take this child like I'm it's the it's chosen um but you can't we I'm going to raise them not you and then yeah. you know the parent has to be, and the only time maybe they see their parents is like during New Year's and it's before the banquet but they get to like meet them and like interact but like it's more like you know there is a connection, but maybe it's not as fully developed. Yeah, as, I can so like, see that. So maybe there's that. I don't know. There's so many questions. Um, but here's 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 like a, a theory I want to throw at you about this like banquet of sorts. Um, <laughs> okay. So, banquet theory. All right. What if? Because the last thing we the last shot we see of Akito, he's like really not doing well. He's like he he's leaning on something. Yeah. He we don't see his face. He doesn't even react. Like he's clearly struggling. And Shigura is just like basic all, everything, but like like uh, what's that word? Like um, 
wiping his hands in evil intent with evil intentions. Like he's all but throwing <laughs> his mustache oh while looking at, at Agito. So clearly, <laughs> basically, he's all like, "Haha!" Like it is working. So what if Agito's health is linked to the banquet? What if there is a repercussion? to the zodiacs and maybe that's why akito's like obsessed with like owning them is because he needs them near him in order to survive like i'm like what if like it's somehow akito's health is linked to the banquet and or like because i'm assuming like maybe the banquet because it is just like the folktale assuming there is some sort of like mystical thing happening so what if you know it, Shigun is slowly trying to pry away, get people away from Akito. And by getting them away from him, Akito's losing whatever strength he has left. I think that'd be a little convenient. <laughs> so I hope that's yeah. not it. I took it more as like, he's sick. He goes outside anyway. Because can we just say he's very excited to see Yuki again. And the the name of the next episode, by the way, is like, I had a crush on Yuki or something. What if that's Akito and he was the first person to have a crush on Yuki? All right. Okay. So you, okay. You caught on to this, right? Which is Kaguda Kaguda and Yuki and Akito are like, the show is presenting Kaguda as Kyo's like annoying person that's obsessed with Kyo. <laughs> and the show is presenting Akito as Yuki's the person that's obsessed yeah, with Yuki and is yeah. a troublesome. Which is like also like the varying degrees of like importance <laughs> between Kaguda and Akito is kind of ridiculous. I'm like, really? Kaguda is on the same level as Akito? Yeah, Are like you, you kidding me? Comparing them in the episode, even could be like, oh, yeah. go to your precious Akito. Oh, you go to your precious Kaguda. You can have him. Yeah. yeah. So like, so, they are basically being paired together. With so I'm just like, um, what's going on, Akito? Like, do you feel so? Like, are like, are you like, are you in love with Yuki? Is this like, is that what's go- happening? Which wow. like, again, I don't know what to feel from that because I'm like, okay, is this gonna be like the only kind of like gay relationship we're gonna see in this show and it's legit like the worst most like <laughs> abusive person and that's the light we're gonna see this on like yeah, really well, that, this is the other thing like i've been wondering this for a little bit now um when when akito was talking this episode i really had a couple monsters like is is akito like a lady though like, is that oh, possible? No, I mean, he's very, he's feminine. You see male pronouns, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So that might be, but like, the thing is, like, they have so many other, like, adultish characters that have male voice actors. Like, is it an intentional choice to use a female voice actor for Acto? That's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I think, it, I think Agito I, is. Like, it's true. Like, it's, it's that's male. interesting. But then that is, like, that's the question of, like, you know, like, Akito sees like Yuki is like seen as very feminine as well. So I'm like, he's okay, got like, a guy voice. Yeah. Like he does though. You, you, yeah. He does. He does. Which wasn't what in the in the in the 2000s anime oh, that yeah. wasn't yeah, the case. True. That's true. I think that's well. Why no, I'm, and then like, the other thing. It? So so that's interesting though too because because I'm pretty sure they brought back for at least for like the English dub they brought back all of the same voice actors. So was was in the yeah. English dub was it a girl doing Yuki's voice? Was it was I feel it like, a woman? I feel like it was. I feel like it was too. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But but I know for a fact that his the, his voice actor 
for this one as a guy, specifically because like I saw the actual actor whenever right. I went and saw it in what the theater. Is it? Oh, that's so yeah. confusing. Then. I right, like, don't know then, what to believe anymore. See, but then that's the thing, though. If okay, Yuki's voice. Okay, if the only like voice actor <laughs> that is like oh that is like a woman voicing a uh, a man, and it's like is Akito. It already, it's like, it kind of is suggesting, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it, it could something. very, it could be very potentially, like, not great portrayal of, like, what are you saying oh. about femininity oh. in men? What are you saying about, like, like, uh, what are you saying about gender and gender fluidity? And, like, why, and if Akito is obsessed with Yuki in a, hom- in a homoerotic way, then, then that is not good. If that is the only form of representation we get that's what makes me a little nervous because i don't remember that in the show like from the manga i don't remember that but if that's the way we're going um that's not good i like, legit thought i had a headcanon the first anime that yuki was trans the entire time like oh. the entire time especially because he had a, a female voice actor yeah like mm-hmm. i just like do that a lot in anime though they I do know. that a lot in anime. The like, head um, looks strong for like, a long just, time. Yeah. Just to let everybody, just to, because I need, this needs to be said and out, just to let everybody know, like, Goku from Dragon Ball Z has a female <laughs> voice actor. That's true. Oh, I didn't just, know that. Okay. Yeah, like, just to let everybody, that's why, like, I, anyway, point is, like, <laughs> I grew up with, like, the English dub of DBZ, so when I was tried to go for, like, <laughs> Japanese dub, I was like, oh, no, I can't do this, because that was so drastic, the difference. Anyway, let's move on to um, this kind of, like, montage we get. About, oh, wait, before that, do you think Akito's going to blame Toru? For Absolutely. Joe and Yuki, not oh, like, for I'm just, sure. Again, back to her safety. I'm so scared. Like I'm scared of what he's gonna do to her. That was one of the things I appreciate about the episode. We do not get to see the banquet. We do not get to see the fallout. But we we feel Yuki and Kyo's concern about how the whole thing is going while they're still at home, and that feels very relatable. Actually, when you're just like waiting to to find out how mad everyone is when you did something you're not supposed to. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to find out later how that went. Yeah. Yeah. This is, oh boy. Oh, Toru. You, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> she told them to go. She's absolved. Oh man. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't think Akito's going to care. No, he's right? not going to care, but oh, like objectively. No. Yeah. Objectively, but yeah, we know Akito is not the most objective person. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's talk about this, like this, this, this sequence that we get with with the boys, like finally, like realizing um, that she's that, family. Yeah, that she's family, yeah, she's and they like family. go and run to Todu. Like after Saki's, like I got you, Todu. I'm gonna make them do what you always want, but won't say. Um, it's so uh, April, you mentioned you mentioned that it didn't necessarily work for you because you thought it was they had already done this. Kind of. Like the only difference is that so it's funny because I learned like uh, I guess what that trope is called where it's like the race for your love thing. Oh, yeah. I thought Sam brought that up before. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally listened to that podcast today, oh, which is no. like in my I'm head sorry. now too. I haven't listened to all of it yet, so I'm excited. But so they talked about the race for love, which is what is happening in this, is that they're racing home to their loves. And in those moments, they're remembering the good times. But the good times are like the exact same scenes that we've already seen with them. Um, 
with like Toru. And so, I mean, I guess like the only real different one is, well, no, I feel like that come, no, maybe it did. I can't remember. I'm, I'm blending it all in my brain. But like the only real like different one is whenever Toru like asks, like Yuki remembers Toru asking him if they can still be friends, even if her memory gets wiped. So that's like the only difference it kind of seems for me. So I was just like, I was like, man, we've already kind of like done this. Like we know why the boys love Toru. Um, We all love Toru for those reasons. And then some, and so I was just kind of like, I don't know. I felt like we could have gotten something of like more substance. Like we maybe we could have gotten like an extended scene between Shigure and Akito or like some like, like I felt like the time could have been better placed somewhere else because we already kind of understand that. Like we could have just had like them just like racing off and being like, Oh my gosh, I have to get home to Toru. Like I don't care about anyone else, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then like, that could have been it. And then the next scene could have just been them storming in through the door and she's crying. Like that would have worked out perfectly for me. I didn't necessarily need to like, like, and I feel bad for saying it, but, like, I didn't need to relive, relive those moments. Yeah. No, it's I mean, fair. I mean, yeah. I think there are two reasons, and this doesn't make them better than having more custom animation to fill those whatever minute yeah. and a half. But I think one might be that this is what literally happens in the manga, and maybe they're like, well, we gotta do it because we promised the lady truthful yeah. adaptation. And the other could be that, I don't know, maybe they were like... <laughs> You know, they were making this anime really fast and they needed a little buffer because animation's we'll throw, expensive we'll and takes time. These shots. Yeah, yeah, like maybe I and like I get that too, but I think I think the know. only reason why like cuz probably you're probably right about like staying true to the like the manga and that they they probably do it again in the manga, but that probably works better because there's probably more con- like more chapters and then there's probably like a longer wait, but I feel like we just did this 2 weeks ago. Yeah. So it's it seems very much like stacked on top of each other whereas probably it's like like that type of thing it, like it's probably more appropriate in the manga versus in the anime adaption right so this is a thing where you think they should have kind of deviated slightly from the from the manga because they have they have shown they have shown that they're willing to deviate some things because remember yeah. they 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 were able the the hatori episode they were able to put things together yeah and that two chapters together that weren't meant that weren't together yeah so i mean they're willing to do change certain things um just, and you're right yeah, I just, like, like I think if, like, you're going, like, that would have been, like, an, I feel like it would have been an appropriate deviation, but unless, like, it, you know, like, the, like, whoever, like, the writer was just, like, no, man, like, you have to have this scene again, like, okay, I guess, like, whatever you want, like, let me yeah. storyboard that for you. <laughs> like, right, right. I will say, even though it is a cliche. And we do, we had it two weeks ago. I feel like I prefer this one to the one we got two weeks ago. Yeah. I just think in terms of the the way it was planned out, from the music to to the dialogue that was be like the over the like the 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 dialogues that was like being the said, oh, the voiceovers, um, the scenes that were selected. I don't know if they were ex- exactly the same scenes from the other ones. I'm sure mm. they were very, sim- they were, very there similar. Were, there was some there was some crossover. Yeah. Um, and then just like we basically see like every shot of of Toru crying, which is like <laughs> and then oh door slam. That was it, oh, it, it is. But, and yeah. what I love is like the minute that they reach Toru is like it all becomes super quiet, like it's just silence. Yeah, from from, from 
from a lot of like from the voiceover to the music to like to the actual like I don't know it was like from the sounds of like just them running to just complete silence and then just seeing Toto and I was expecting Toto to be sobbing and she wasn't she was just a couple tears and it was it was perfect it was yeah. like she it wasn't overdone it wasn't melodramatic is what I'm trying to say it could easily be melodramatic and it wasn't and the fact that we like cut away from Toru before we hear the her saying like welcome home mm-hmm. which is like we just hear mm-hmm. that we just see that shot of her just like the surprise when they both say welcome home which is like you know it calls back to like when her mom never got home to say yeah. that and she never said yeah. that like you know so it's like it was just perfect and the way we never saw that we never saw her like expression after they say that or like after like when she's responding it kind of it's like a really clever because it keeps this kind of moment private between the characters, which is weird to say because usually in a story you want to see everything and it's like being told to you. So why would why would you like just based on fiction, you wouldn't want to give like you don't give characters privacy because that's the point of fiction. You tell a story of their lives and their struggles and whatever. But to, for them to keep that moment between the, the characters, I was like, oh, that's, like, really special. That's, like, very smart. And it was just, it was a perfect end to this kind of sequence that we got. Um, so, uh, Michelle, like, did, did did you prefer this to the previous um, sequence? Like, are you as, like, did, were you sobbing or am I the one <laughs> sobbing? I teared up. I I think, I, I don't know, I because I was kind of confused what I was trying to understand the first time, I wasn't able to cry as much as I would if it made more sense until the second time. But I'll say, Beatrice, you gave a very good argument for why it was actually compelling. And I think uh, a lot of the scenes are really similar. And I, I, I will agree with April that it, it like, yeah, you, you do kind of want to get like non-flashback stuff because like every second of the animated stuff is precious. Yeah. But... Yeah. I will say this this one felt a lot more purposeful just in terms of like Yuki and Kyo going back for this like very specific reason of like she is our family we're we're making the decision it's final we're choosing her over the somas whereas the the first time it's more like oh she we miss this girl being gone do we like her yeah I think we like her good memories yeah. we'll, we'll go get her back or see how she's we'll, doing we'll but this we'll is bring like, her home yeah we'll, we'll bring her home maybe I don't know but this is, is this like her home? you can't let her cry alone of course we should have known this is what she does she doesn't ask for things but we're gonna do this because we are the family so like yeah like all the intercut stuff like at least they go back and forth to like actual new animation when they're like running to build the the tension and they're right. seeing stuff yeah. about how they should have seen this coming and how like they do- I hope they're not too late so the payoff is really good and I don't think there was that sense of urgency for the other one so that makes right. it feel a little different and I think maybe that does make it a little stronger yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that I didn't like it either. No, it's no, just no, that, no. like, I was just like, oh, like we're we're doing this again. And don't get me wrong, like the first time I watched it, I te- like when t- when I they like Toe's there and she's tearing up, and I'm like, oh god, here are my tears, like, ugh. <laughs> but also, yeah. like, I was already like wiping away tears because like Hana was there and she was just like. I can't believe you're just letting her sit home alone. And I was like, you tell them. Like, yeah, you're a good yeah. friend. And she literally goes over there just to tell them that. Like, 
yeah. of like you're the best, Hana. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I will say I don't think this is the last time we get this cliche because yeah. you know the show does kind of repeat its format. Like we do get a lot of flashbacks. We do get a lot of there are certain there are certain structures for an episode that are repeated. Um, which isn't like a it works for the show. Like I ha, I don't have complaints, but I could see someone get thinking, oh, it gets a little repetitive. Yeah, um, I think so. I think it's yeah. just because they were stacked so closely together. Right, like right. if, if, if it had been, out, yeah. yeah, if there had maybe been like another week in between, I probably would have been less like cold on it. So right. I mean, and it That's wasn't fair. that again. I, it wasn't that I was cold on it. It's just that like. Like, it really only bothered me the second time I watched it. Like, the first time, like, I was very, like, compelled by it. But, like, the second time I was just like, man, we did this already. Like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, let's kind of finish off with talking about this this new character that's introduced. Yes. Um, He's my favorite. He's so hot. I love him so much, you guys. He's the <laughs> hottest boy. And that, I mean, Yuki's also the hottest boy, and Kyo's, like, pretty hot, too. He's got the tummy. But, like, I love the white-haired boy so much. Okay. All right. Well, Hakun, I don't know, like, I don't know his full name. I don't remember it. Um, But no. can I just say, his voice. Yes. <laughs> It's yes. so deep. It's so good. Like, even deeper yes. than Shigure's. Like, yeah. I was like, it is how like that dare good you? Deep. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's got it's... that good deep. That's I true. I will say, in, 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 the, um, <laughs> in the outline, I was going to put his voice is thick and deep. And I was like, that doesn't sound, that's, that sounds inappropriate. I like that. Oh, no, can I we keep like that? It. Keep it. Like I was just like, if you change voice for another thing, I, it sound it would sound inappropriate. So that's why I didn't write it. But, uh, but you it, still it, said yeah. it anyway. So still said it anyway. Uh, um, it. I don't know. Saying it doesn't sound as bad as seeing it written. I don't know. Sometimes that happens. Um, no. but uh, any, no one's gonna see I, it but us. <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm assuming you guys know. I can't ask you about theories. You guys know who this guy is. Yeah, I know who he is. I know who it How is too. Yeah. All right, I think <laughs> I know who he is. But I was just I I don't remember. I don't even know. I don't I, remember okay, his name, so, so he's obviously another Zodiac member. Obviously, yeah? obviously, but, he's another Zodiac. It's, it's so sad because sad because like he's the one character we all remember. <laughs> I mean, him and Kagura were the only ones I really remembered, to be I fair. I forgot Kagura. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know Kagura was the boar. I was like, I had no idea she, like, had multiple personalities. I was just like, who is this? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Any, like, final closing thoughts? Like, I'll just very quickly, like, just say, like, some, like, highlights of the episode for me. One is, like, Saki waiting for Todu's call. Like, when she just turns to the camera, she Aww. broke the fourth wall and was just like, I love that. Because Toru was like, oh, I'll make sure to, like, call her. She'll be my first call of the new year. And then we just cut to her. And she turns around and she goes, I'll be waiting. <laughs> exactly. She's so Which is powerful. Like, I, exactly. I love she's her too so powerful. She's so powerful. Also, she, she's I not even her, too powerful. I need she's her just... cloak for real. Yes. <laughs> I love I love you. He's like, where'd she buy that cloak? The cloak. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, and how they're like, how does she just always do this? Like, are you doing this on purpose? Like, why? She's legit um, psychic. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I love how her family is just like very normal. She's just yeah. like, she's just the odd one out. And I'm just like, you're great. 
Um, so Chance, also, Google Chance yeah. there with her dad, who's not yeah. allowed to drink. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's like, yeah. You're only supposed to have one. He's like, sorry. And she's like, don't you get cutesy with me. You know the <laughs> Speaking of cutesy, Mommy D's oh, I hippity oh, did. Mommy D did like, killed me. It was so funny. I was I <laughs> I love the translation. Cause like in, in, in Japanese you'll have like these kind of like sounds. So it's like he goes like Itapyum, like I said it. But he just but like adds like this cutesy thing that means nothing. But then I'm like the way that they were able to like have the bunny pun, like yeah. the translate again, A plus for the translation. Like translation Top team, like A plus props. Very <laughs> big props. Um and also finally just like Toru's word words are law. It's like, yep. of course, yes, I a hundred percent agree. Listen to Toru until unless unless she's like not putting herself first, then you can intervene. Yeah. That is that is that is the law. Um, what about you guys? Any like final like highlights of the episode you want to mention? Like any particular thing that comes to mind? Um, no, but I I just lo- like this was a good episode, so very emotional for me. So, and I think like the scenes where they're like standing on the rooftop were really gorgeous. Oh, can we talk about Kyo? Where he's like, it's like a nice moment between all three of them, and they can't help himself. He's like, I I found a beat the rat this year. Like, <laughs> and Yuki's just and Yuki's just like, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. good luck with that. That's good. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. whatever. Yeah, I love the dynamic between those three. Like, I yeah. and I hate mm-hmm. the fact. That she's gonna have to choose one because I just not. don't want. I kind of hope one well, in harmony. Will, but I hope, yeah, they're so good as a as a. I don't want to say that word, but they're so good <laughs> as three people coexisting. You know, <laughs> I was about to like say it for say you. Word. I was like, wait, no, you're right. I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. I just I I don't know. I don't. I, I want them to stay as three people together, but. I don't know. I think that they're going to force. I just don't want. If Toto chooses between one of them, I don't want her to lose the other one, even if yeah. it's just, just as a friend. I want yeah. them all to be. I just. Yeah. I don't want one of them to lose Toto. I want them both I, to, like. I just. I know. think it's interesting because, like, with this show, I just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. Like, except Akito. Except Akito. I mean, if he could find happiness at That's the end true. of this, then that yeah, would be, I, that would be I, fine I with me. Yeah. But I yeah. just really want just everyone to be happy. And whether that's with someone or not with someone or whatever, then, like, I would be content with that. But, like, if we're going to start, like, setting up, like, a relationship thing, then may like, maybe, like, which is why I'm also, like, man, like, it's subtle, but they're, like, pushing Yuki kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah, they are. It's they hard are. to which say, you- man, because the the, the, the the hat thing, Kyo yeah. was listening to that. that like, I, true. I don't know. It's really hard. It's really hard. It is. It is. Oh, man. It, I, oh, man. Yeah. All right. So that does it for this episode. You can find out all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimate.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimate.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Britt, a.k.a. Opal. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.